Welcome to the Cheyenne Vineyard Podcast, bringing you a message of hope for your everyday world. If you'd like to contact us, contact us at info at CheyenneVineyard.com. You can also find out more information about the Cheyenne Vineyard Church at CheyenneVineyard.com. Thank you and enjoy today's podcast. I would like us all to, uh, to really just turn our hearts and our thoughts to the Lord and uh, think about those 120 followers who were just being obedient to what Jesus had told them to do which was to go back to Jerusalem and and wait and the Holy Spirit would come upon them and they would receive power and they, they had no idea what that was going to look like uh, they, they really didn't know what they were waiting for I think there was probably still a lot of fear Still a lot of uncertainty. They'd seen the risen Lord. And after the resurrection, uh, the Lord had blown upon them. And, and they had received the Holy Spirit. So at that point, they were born again. And they, but they were waiting to be filled or to be baptized, to be immersed in the Holy Spirit waiting for the Holy Spirit to come upon them so that's that's what we celebrate today but if we if we receive the message that Terry Bennett and his son and uh, Lou brought last year uh, then we're waiting for some of the reality of what happened on that day of Pentecost 2,000 years ago to be restored and, and I, I believe that message uh, I, I believe the Lord is is in a restoring mode I, I believe he is in the process of restoring something that's that's been lost in, in great measure uh, in the church and uh, Terry calls it the testimony of Jesus and uh, this is something that he shared uh, at, at the gathering um, last year uh, the day of Pentecost brought forth the testimony of Jesus 
his life in increasing revelation. Not simply a religious mode or operation of life, but instead a flowing infinite force of life of life that sweeps away all death, decay, and fallenness before it. His true life is indestructible, incorruptible, irresistible, and unstoppable. This more than conquering life transforms, transfigures, and creates a new creation from the God-hating, God-resisting, sin-loving, self-motivated, fallen humanity that presently gropes in the darkness for fulfillment and meaning. They arise in Christ's life from the ash heap of their own earthly existence to the eternal purpose hidden in the heart of God but now revealed through the apostles and prophets. The Christ life was imparted at Pentecost. And so the Lord is looking, waiting, Deuteronomy says the eyes of the Lord search to and fro throughout the whole earth for those whose hearts are fully devoted to him to show himself strong on their behalf. And and I believe we're in one of those times when he truly is searching to and fro across the earth for, for those people who, who are fully devoted to him and, and wanting to fully come into alignment with what he is doing. And it's, it's not an easy thing to step back from the doing ineffective as as the doing is with without the life of Christ Jesus as the doing makes humans feel good <laughs> but we the Lord needs somebody to come out to him and be devoted to him and, and seek after what he wants to restore. Before going back to the doing. And, and I, I believe this is why the Lord has positioned us as, as he has. Uh, 
He's, for a season, taken us out of the comfort of doing. <laughs> and as a result, made us uncomfortable. But I, I believe that he has called us to be pioneers, prototypes, forerunners, and we, I feel, were somewhat unable to count the cost going into this. Because it, it, it sounds cool to be a forerunner, to be a pioneer. But the reality of it is, is it's uncomfortable. Uh, because things that you used to find identity in are, are no longer available. Yeah. And there, there's an uncomfortableness in having your identity redefined. into what you didn't know and and still somewhat don't uh, but I, I feel like the Lord has taken us this far in this season uh, and he who began a good work is is faithful to bring it to completion. Uh, he, he didn't just lead us out in the wilderness to, to leave us there. Even though the wilderness is, is somewhat the place of identity for the John the Baptists, the Moses people, uh, the Elijahs, uh, who were tasked with redefining the people of God. Uh, and, and restoring something uh, that at least in, in the case of Moses and John the Baptist never had existed before but through the the journey of the wilderness Moses brought forth the people of God. 
and and John the Baptist birthed the ministry of the Son of God that would redefine everything. So, you know, as, as we gather today on, on Pentecost Sunday, uh, I, I want us to be here uh, for the Lord. And, and to just lay down any other reason that, that we might we could just unite our hearts to desire to receive what the 120 received day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all together in one place, in one heart, in one mind, and they were in prayer, seeking whatever it was that Jesus had promised them. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared upon them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Come Holy Spirit. Life of Jesus, come. Mm -hmm. 
and invade us. Fill these broken vessels. We seek your life. Not even for our own sake, but for the sake of a world that's perishing and a world that has written off the church as irrelevant because most of what we're doing is irrelevant. Align our hearts with your restoration of that which has been lost. For the sake of your son, who deserves a, a counterpart, a bride who willingly lays her life down for the sake of another. Lord, we ask boldly, not because we're deserving, not because we've earned anything, but because you've chosen us. brother sent this song to me this morning. So that's who we are. ago uh, when uh, Tom and Jana were at the healing rooms uh, <clears throat> I got some prophetic ministry uh, from Jana and uh, a couple other people and 
the, the one that I didn't know uh, in the group, uh, he <coughs> had a, a really powerful word. Uh, uh, he looked at me and said, uh, you know, you've, you've not gone the normal way. You've, uh, you've gone, gone on your own path, and uh, you've you've done things in a different way that than other people do, and it's it's been great because God's been with you, and He's the one who's been leading you, and uh, He said. Uh, you you have to continue in that and and don't uh take the temptation to go back to the norm and, and the normal um, but continue on on that unique road that the lord's called you on and uh i i just I felt like that was for all of us and, and not just for me because, uh, yeah, the pioneer, the forerunner road, is it's not for everybody. Uh, uh, it's, it's not an easy road because there isn't a road. <laughs> you're, you're blazing a, a trail. And yeah, others will follow, and they'll do things bigger and better, uh, because there's a road now. Uh, <clears throat> but somebody's got to be willing to uh, make the sacrifices so that there can be a road. And so, you know, that's that's what we're called to do and, and to be. And, uh, yeah, the Lord kind of knew I needed that uh, at, at that time. Um, <clears throat> I hope that song ministered to everybody. Because uh, next Sunday, uh, Joy and I will not be here because her brother who sent me that song is uh, <laughs> he's getting licensed uh, by a vineyard church in uh, Minnesota and uh, I've been a spiritual father to him for a long time. And it will be great to be there and be able to prophesy over him and release, impart. That's, that's also who we are. <laughs> apostolic resourcing community <laughs> I 
I want to impart to him everything that can possibly be imparted <laughs> uh, from one person to another. There, there's much that can be imparted that way. We, we can never impart our own history in God uh, because that, that comes individually and, and personally, and that's, that's what we would all like to get from, from other people. Uh, and, but he has that. He has his own history in God. So... Uh, you can pray for us next Sunday. Uh, I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but I, I'm not going to miss it. <laughs> I think we'll do one song, and then I'm going to have you share. Okay. and there was this song and I just played it over and over and over and the Lord began to speak some things to me but I'm going to read the song the lyrics to the song the name of it is glorious days I was buried beneath my shame who could carry that kind of weight I was my tomb till I met you I was breathing but not alive all my failures I tend to hide. It was my tomb until I met you. You called my name. And I ran out of the grave. Out of the darkness into your glorious day. You called my name and I ran out of the grave. Out of the darkness and into your glorious day. Now your mercy has saved my soul. Now your freedom is all that I know. The old made new. Jesus, when I met you, when you called my name, I ran out of the grave, out of the darkness into your glorious day. You've called my name, and I ran out of the grave, out of the darkness into your glorious day. There's some things that um, people are kind of holding on to um, that they want to hide. And we need to be real. We need to be real with God. And yesterday at the healing rooms, we were praying for freedom. And I tell you, the spirit of the Lord is here. And where that is, there is freedom. So get out and start worshiping the Lord, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Because freedom, I declare today, freedom in this house. I, I declare breakthroughs today in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Freedom. I saw a glory cloud earlier. Oh God, we worship you. We worship you, God. We worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Oh, God, we bless your holy name. You are so holy, God. You are so holy. You are so faithful, God. You are so faithful, Father. 
you, God. We bless you, God. So get your freedom because it's here in Jesus' name. saying that as we're being called to be pioneers he says yes it's a sacrifice but he says I will have gems on the ground when you go forward he says pick them up look behold my glory and it gives you strength to face another day As pioneers, we don't know where we're going, right? We've not been there before. So we we tend to be fearful because we don't think we know where we're going. But Jesus said, I am the way. When, the, when <clears throat> the disciples said to Jesus, when you go away, we don't know how to get to where you're going. Okay? What did he tell them? I am the way. Follow me. Let me be your path. So our job <clears throat> is not to figure it out. Our job is simply to listen and to, to follow the Spirit of God within us. Let Jesus be our path. And when we do that, we're going to arrive at his destination. Yeah, the, the way is, is to abide and, and the one who is the way. Mm-hmm. Danny, was the Lord giving you something? No? Okay. So, um, Luke and Daniel. Uh, we were to be seeking the Lord for uh, words for uh, those two. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Luke or Daniel? <laughs> okay, Luke will go first. <clears throat> uh, who wants to uh, share something for Luke? Hey, Luke. I've been asking the Lord what he had, and uh, he said uh, to me that even when you're busy, my presence is with you. You walk in the peace of the Lord, knowing him. Also gave me that when you meet people, you and Danny meet people. A lot of them have walls; they have areas where they don't want to let people in. But your presence, both of you, make people feel so at ease that those walls come down. To you too, Danny. 
and that uh, that helps them to get to the spot the Lord is trying to get them to. But they need people. He's given you a gift, giving you a gift, and you are using it. But just continue to. But you touch people in ways you don't even know. Because uh, people can hide behind these walls and never let them down. But it takes that person that God calls, and he's calling you both for that. And, uh, and the kindness that you feel when I come around you guys. I'm serious. I just feel loved. And thank you for that. And um, you treat me as a family member, and I know that that's the gift that God's given you. Most All you do treat me as family members, and thank you for that. But um, that was the main word I think God has uh, just given you that gift, both of you helping others, yep, and to taking down those walls. Who's next? <laughs> this is for your dad. Mm-hmm. I just have three words mighty man of God. Daniel's coming up here. What I got, and this is purchased because it's like you're a kid that loves going swimming. And you love being in the pool like carrot size. Except when you're in the pool, you hang on to the side. And you think that's the best thing in the world because you're in the pool and that's swimming to you. But God's saying, let go of the side. He's got so much more for you, and you wouldn't believe what it's actually like to let go of the side and get out there in his presence. I see your mom and dad in you, and they've done a stellar job making you who you are. And you've, you're the best PK I've ever met. <laughs> you know, and that says something to them, because you didn't do everything that you could have done. You know, you, you left your heart to, the, to, to Jesus, okay? But with Daniel... You got so much more. It's easy to stay where you are and comfortable. You're done. You can't stay there anymore. You just can't stay there. You have so much more. You you are such a leader. Not just in the people that you're around, but other people that you don't even know. You can't do it anymore. You gotta step up your game. And I'm gonna be and you know how I am (laughs) and I love you 
One of the things I saw was people are watching you. You're a walking testimony, and that's what I got for you. Who's next? <laughs> I'll try and say something. I think it was about 15 years ago, um, somebody gave Luke a word, and it was at church, and it was the pastor that was telling him he wasn't going to be who God called him to be. God, God called Luke to be a man of war from when he was a small child. wasn't okay with that at first. After a couple of years of praying it through, I realized that's what God made him for, to be a man of war. So by the time Luke was eight, I was on board. So for a long time, I've prayed Psalm 18 for Luke. There was, there's so much of it that's so good. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but what this man said was, you're not going to go off to war. You're going to be a youth pastor and in my heart I thought uh uh it's both and <laughs> it's both and so Luke I think your finest days are ahead of you leadership has always been on you you lead with the character of the Lord you lead with strength and also gentleness you lead by example and you lead by encouraging and directing but when times are tough for your troops you'll be their strength because it's the Lord through you that is their strength and there'll be much youth pastoring going on in the army because that is your destiny that's how the Lord has designed you um So the Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. With the merciful, you show yourself merciful. With the blameless man, you show yourself blameless. With the purified, you show yourself pure. And with the crooked, you make yourself seem torturous. For you save a humble people, but the haughty eyes you bring down. For it is you who light my lamp. The Lord my God lightens my darkness. For by you, I can run against a troop. And by my God, I can leap over a wall. This God, his way is perfect. 
the word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord, and who is a rock except our God? It goes on. He trains my hands for war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. His salvation is your shield. His presence in you is your strength. Even though you're a leader, I see a lot of compassion in you. And the Lord was reminding me of that compassion. It's part of your character, the character that God has given you. And as I was reflecting what's, uh, upon what was being set up before you, the Lord reminded me to say to you that your ministry or your character is not going to be exactly like your parents. You are unique. And you will, you will present the Lord in your way, in the way that the Lord will use you, in the way that you are, the way he's created you. Yeah, two words I got is... Uh Faithful and steadfast. It's to remain in those. Remain faithful and steadfast no matter what circumstance, what comes your way. Remain remain true. This is kind of a follow up what he just said. Proverb three, five and six. This is what the Lord gave me for you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make you straight your path. So you, you do walk in the favor and blessing of God. But sometimes you wonder, because sometimes... Uh, Sometimes it feels like God's holding you back because you feel like if I really had God's favor, he, he would have given me this position or, or put me in, in that place to, to honor me. And uh, he's, he's honoring you by by not doing that sometimes because he's he's developing your character to be very deep and he's he's allowing you to see others who are promoted honored when maybe they don't really deserve honor promoted 
maybe where they don't really deserve it and and you're going to see what happens in in those cases and you you've already seen it uh, a number of times and it's it's the lord who's not really holding you back but he's he's making sure that as you are promoted that you've really got everything that's going to be required and as a result you're you're going to be a model for others so don't take any of that as as though you're lacking character because that you know that's not the case and I know that's not the case but the Lord's developing something deeper in you and you are my son I was asking you a few minutes ago with your head now um, one of the things about people in the military there's <clears throat> some of them and I know there are office jobs hidden way back in the back of you know what's going on but then there are the front line troops and we know that <clears throat> part of the um, quandary that military service members face is the very real possibility that may not come home. Um, but I'd like to just remind you of Psalm 91. It's probably one you know. But it begins, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and Him I will trust. I'm going to skip a few verses here, but it goes on. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, or the bullets that fly by day. Okay? nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Verse 10, No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. I don't know if George Washington thought about this psalm when he was in battle. 
Are you familiar with the Bulletproof Washington story? Okay. Just remember that. For those who don't know, George Washington was in the French and Indian War and was shot at multiple times. He found bullet fragments in his hair. There were holes in his coat. He had horses shot out from under him. But there was not a scratch on his body. So there is divine supernatural protection. <clears throat> and we're going to be praying that that's your experience. You know, I've, I've seen it happen where churches have prayed for their military members and they've come home. Okay? So in spite of the danger that um, you very well may face, um, you walk with the Lord and he will protect you. Anybody else? Looks like you're up, Daniel. Uh, who would like to bless Daniel first? <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. and I, it was Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And the Lord gave me that uh, you continue to fulfill and to follow your destiny that he's given you. You are right in it. And that he is smiling down upon you. So just continue that destiny he's given you. You're right on that path. And that is a, a blessing of the Lord. He knows the plans. Thank you. Daniel, Jesus, we help. Daniel, to feel better. And just name me. Mommy, I need to put on my goggles. Oh, my God. Mentorship for you, I think God puts people in your lives for you to um, to guide and mentor, and He wants to continue to build that up in you, and you'll see more and more people that need that mentorship come from you to see you as a father figure, as a you know brother in Christ. But He's going to bring people in your life for that purpose. I remember a song that you gave to me, and that's what I'm going to say. Run, devil, run. <laughs> okay, Mom. <laughs> Wonder and amazement. That's what I get when I see you and see how the Lord has worked in you and going from this Henri kid that you were, that I had a hard time <laughs> dealing with, to this blossoming man of God that I'm, I'm always amazed at. And he has so much more, so much more wonder, so much more amazement for you and the people around you as he does his work in you, through you. 
I told you um, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago that the Lord had given me something for you, but I couldn't really define it. So I was looking up uh, Ephesians 4, because I believe you've been called into the fivefold ministry, which is um, an upgrade from where you've been kind of wandering. But I believe you're going to be part of uh, a much bigger chunk of change because of your heart. Um, and I believe that's evangelist. I don't see you as a pastor, teacher, the other ones, but uh, evangelist, I saw that. And, but while I was looking that up, the Lord gave me Ephesians 1 for you, um, 13. And in him, you having heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, also having believed in him, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise who is the first fruit of our inheritance in the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Because of this, I also, hearing of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love toward all the saints, do not stop giving thanks for you and making mention of you in my prayers. That the Lord, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of his glory in his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, who believe according to the working of his mighty strength which he worked in Christ when he raised him from among the dead. When I was reading that, I know you have bits of that. And I know that you have parts of the things that I just read to you. But I, I do believe that you're going to see things that many of us never see. You're going to walk places many of us will never walk because of your heart and because of your desire for him. And as you keep your desire focused on him, there's not going to be any stopping of what he's going to show you, what is, how he's going to use you, and what he's going to bless you with. So, and I do believe that you will do all those things do that kind of person. So. That's good. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, I'll, I'll probably reiterate some of that. Uh, but I, I feel like there there was a season when you and the Lord were kind of at a Mexican standoff where he was waiting for you to do something or step into something and you were waiting for him to do something and uh, you're you're past that and uh, you are stepping into those things that uh, Chris was talking about and I I also believe uh, that you're called to the fivefold ministry and and so don't um, there's there's seeking after position, and you've seen that, and you want no part of that. But, and that's good. But then, there's there's avoidance of position, too, and and so don't do that, <laughs> because there's there's times the Lord wants to uh, promote and and put you somewhere. And, and so when he does that, 
Let let him do it. Okay. <laughs> and and because you are stepping out, you you are gonna see the Lord do those things. You're what you were waiting for him to do, he's gonna do. <laughs> yeah. I just got two words, and it's dangerous to give more than God gives you, so I'm going to try to stay within what he gives me. Um, the two words are deposit and release. And I believe when you need to seek God about this, but I believe the deposit is saying God has deposited a great deal within you over the years as you saw him and you've studied his word and you've been in, in training situations, you've received a great deal. Now the time has come. I decree over you in the name of Jesus, this is a season of release. And what he has deposited within you shall be released in the name of Jesus. Okay, anybody else? Come on up, Mark. Yeah, a verse I got for you is uh, Luke 10:19. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You do have authority. Use that authority. Daniel, the Lord reminded me of when we went to the Pioneer Hotel. And that's a dark place. And we were praying and ministering. And every time I look up, you stood a couple of heads up from everybody. And what he spoke to my heart is that you are a warrior. He has equipped you and he has gifted you with that. Where demons are afraid, too, of your size. In Jesus' name. What about Shirley? <laughs> Anybody else? Well, I'm I'm proud of you guys. Uh we're all growing in the prophetic in by by doing this. And as as this becomes more natural for us here, it it's also becoming more natural for us out there, which is is where it's more needed than than in here. So, you know, where wherever you're called, wherever you spend time, wherever you have influence, let let the Lord let His word out of you <laughs> to change the atmosphere and uh, bring his word, his presence to, to people who need it. Are you encouraged? Yeah? <laughs> I'm encouraged. Does anyone else have anything to share with, with everyone?
Okay, well, we will miss you all next week, but I know you'll have a great time without us. <laughs> and I think we will too. Uh, we will bless Joy's brother uh, on your behalf as well as ours. Amen. <laughs> I will. Mm hmm. Yes. So, uh, who would like to be encouraged next week? It, it won't be Joy or I. <laughs> okay, Mark. And? Marty? Or, okay, Rose, you, you volunteered, so Marty, you'll have to wait. <laughs> Okay, so Mark and Rose for next week. Uh, Father, we thank you for this Pentecost Sunday. Thank you for meeting us here. Lord, give us grace and strength. to immerse ourselves in Jesus, to abide in him. And thank you. Thank you for the gems along the path. May we find them. Thank you for encouraging us. Lord, bring, bring forth the restoration of the life of your Son in a people. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, the Lord bless and keep all of you. Make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen.